Well, you know what Dave would say? <laughs> What's that? Dave Mustaine would say, I did it my way. My way. <laughs> those, are the best, those are the best interviews when they're just fucking toast. Oh, yeah. Those, like, class Megadeth interviews where they're just, like, they got, like, moist lips and glazed over eyes and they're sweating. <laughs> 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 and I think one of my favorite ones is with like the original lineup, and it's like it's like they're like Megadeth from left to right, and like they don't do anything for like almost a minute straight. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, the David Elson's like, oh yeah, David Elson, and then he's like, Chris, Chris Poland, Gar Samuelson, Demi Stan. I just love how they, they're so fucking stoned that it takes them forever to like realize. But the best yeah. is Gary, because Gary's like Gar Samuelson. <laughs> yeah. rest, rest in peace, Gary. The, um, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how those guys could go up on stage and do a whole interview and shit like that. Freaking, I have a little. Toke of a little token, fucking um, toast for the end of the day. <laughs> oh, I'm serious, seriously. And they were just doing weed, they were doing fucking speedballs and oh, God. yeah, probably crystal meth sometimes, <laughs> doing all kinds of crazy shit. Like, oh, yeah, like those kids on TikTok. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody back to Not Rich Just Bored, episode number forty-one. We're already in the forties. It's, it's getting serious. It's getting serious. I know. Almost coming up to the one-year anniversary. Jesus! Holy which, shit! Which is the one-year? Yeah. Well, it says nine months ago on YouTube, but but I know it's well, it been it's been longer yeah. than that because one a week. Forty-eight should be a year. Because we did it right when that Resident Evil came out. And that was in November. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was November. So it would, I guess it makes sense, nine months. Because mm -hmm. it's probably closer to 10 on here. I, I would click on it, but then it'll pollute the audio. But yeah, I'm not that quick to just stop it right away. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know we definitely started in November, so. And, and yeah. I, I missed one week, so that would make sense. Mm. But that's commitment, guys. That's the business. I only missed one <laughs> week in a whole year. Guys should be sucking my knob. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to work on getting the webcams up next. Yeah. I kind of have a plan to record them, so. Nice. And then add them in. And then that'll be actually some video uh, for the, yeah. for the YouTube version. Nice. I think on Spotify I'll just stick to the fucking audio because whatever. I don't mm -hmm. think I don't think to be honest I don't think anybody really watches video on Spotify. Like, there's no. pro there's probably a few odd people that watch like Joe Rogan because he's the biggest and mm -hmm. he's exclusive there. But there are the clips on YouTube he has, which is nice. But but like 
Spotify doesn't have, like, I can't, I guess you could use the Spotify app on your PC and watch, but, like, I can't watch it on my TV or anything. Yeah, no, I, I, if, if there's a video, I try to turn that shit off. I don't want it to eat up my data. Well, that's exactly it. Yeah, they, that, that's another thing. It takes up a lot of data and it's just, I I think video, it's nice to have for the people that want it, but for Mm -hmm. the most part, videos. I really only ever use it in podcast form uh, for just clips. If I want to watch a clip of something, then yeah, that's it. Or, you know, watch something like Dudesy to see Will dressed up as the crow. <laughs> <laughs> or or as Adam of Eternia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were talking Megadeth before this. And I, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was going to say something. I can't, I can't remember what I was going to say. But they did have uh, a, but they do have a new album out. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's yes. The, that's the important part. The sick, mm-hmm. the sick, the di- the sick, the dying, and the dead. I think that's how it goes, oh, yeah. right? It doesn't yep. go dead than dying, right? No, no. Sick, the dying, and the dead. Yeah. It's 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 in order of worse. Yeah. <laughs> sick, dying, and then just you're dead. You're, you're gone. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Speaking of which, Ezra Miller is still not dead. (laughs) So the world's not perfect yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So now that it's been out for a while, um, what's your thoughts on the album? Well, you see, the thing is, I told Metallica not to use my lyrics, not to use my riffs, and they went ahead and used my riffs. On the first three albums, I think. Yeah. I'm over it, though. <laughs> I'm not counting the days or anything. Not counting the days. 42,683 hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, Davis Day was on Rogan, and then he was like, he was like, I did recite this song for Lars, though, and it goes a little like this. Till then, till I see your world implode. I wish you death and suffering. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay, Dave, calm down. <laughs> Misery, <laughs> despair. <laughs> Time to rehearse your pain. Oh my god! Does it get a little bit too crazy? <laughs> hey, look, I'll tell you about the album, but first, you gotta tell me if you watched She-Hulk yet. No, I haven't. Okay, it's gotten progressively worse. So yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, it's my I was talking to my stepdad about it, and he's like, "Do you watch Shiok?" I'm like, "No, I haven't." And he's like, "Don't, don't watch it. It's stupid." I'm like, "Okay." That's enough to make a guy jump off a fucking bridge. To be honest, but yeah. <laughs> how much work garbage can we throw into a Marvel <laughs> show? Oh yeah, girl power guys. Am I right? <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, to get back to the Megadeth album, I, uh, oh, sorry, I had to open my window here. I, I really like this album, actually. It's, it's a lot better than the last couple albums have been. They've, mm-hmm. they've had a, uh, they've had a couple rough ones there. Like, they, they were still good, but they weren't, they weren't as good as they could have been. And even, yeah. the, even this album has a couple songs that I'm like, eh, take it or leave it. But mm-hmm. it definitely has an, overwhelming like much more tracks that i'd listen to 
compared to like Dystopia. Yeah. Like Dystopia was their last album before. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah, and I don't, and that still blows my mind. That's been that long, but I guess Dave was fighting cancer and all that shit. But mm-hmm. it's like it just blows my mind. That's been that long for them. Because usually it's like yeah. every two years, three years at the most. Yeah. He's starting to become the next Metallica, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Album. I forget the... Re- I think it was because of the pandemic. Because originally, I think he was planning on having, after two years, to make the album. Yeah. And then, I think, just well, one, I th- a- one thing I, after another. I think, bet- yeah, between COVID and between uh, having cancer, it's like, we can cut him some slack, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of guys if they had cancer and shit, they would have been just like, Yeah, I'm done. I'm retired. Yeah. But Dave's mm-hmm. like, No, I have to go on with my silk white shirt. <laughs> I know I've got to soldier on. <laughs> uh yeah, no, it's definitely better than it's definitely better than like a couple last ones. I think my favorite song from the album is yeah, Mission to Mars. I, I really like that one. Yeah. I, I really dig it. I like the guitaring in it. The um I I really dig outs that I'll be honest, the Sick the Dying the Dead, the first t- the title song. Yeah. Uh, that oh man, that one fucking hits hard. Like I really like that one. A, um a lot of people have been saying this album is a very like a lot of people are saying the same thing as you where it's like it seemed like the last few albums were kind of like a little iffy um the uh a lot of people are saying that this album feels like a really good treat to like all different types of megadeth fans because you get stuff that feels a lot older you got stuff that almost feels like you could see it from like um cryptic writings or something and then like it's kind of like all over the place you know yeah, yeah, it's they don't they kind it kind of has its own theme and it's really uh it's I don't know, it's it's a good album front to back to be honest. It's just they mm-hmm. they didn't really and yeah, it it kind of has like the same feel as like you said like cryptic writings and it kind of takes things from a lot of the old albums. Yeah. And yeah. kind of makes it into like a new thing and it's I've heard I've heard stuff yeah, from very old albums to like Cryptic writings, euthanasia, fucking. Um, some people have uh, system has failed vibes, and then, yeah. I only have good. I only have good vibes. Ninety-seven <laughs> percent of Google users like the album, so that's kind of interesting. <laughs> interesting. Three three yeah. percent of them were Metallica fans, I guess. Yeah. This sounds from it's crazy. record. That's crazy when <laughs> there's fans that will like just trash Megadeth. Like there's st- it's 2022 and there's still fucking Metallica fans. And I oh, bet I you know. there's Megadeth fans that are fucking oh, yeah. against. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's still that's still happening at this day. And it's like it blows my mind. Like fucking I don't know. I, I, cool. Be faithful to a band. But at the same time, too, like it's fucking again. It's, it's like over 30 fucking plus years here now, and like Dave Mustaine's over it, fucking Metallica's fucking over it. I don't know why the fans need to... <laughs> yeah, they they don't... 
they don't need to fight about it. They're f- it's it's yeah. a it's a lot of people just fighting a losing battle, and there's a lot. Yeah. Of, it's the same battle. I I've talked about this before. My the same battle that people that are metalheads that only list the metal, and they act like every fucking form of music besides metal is not good or it's you know, and I know yeah. I know I used to have more of that kind of mentality when I was younger, but mm-hmm. but uh, you know I kind of just grew into other music and it's like you can listen to different stuff. It's okay. It's not like yeah. a, it's not like a trap door is going to open up and take you to hell for listening to like Backstreet Boys, for example. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't know what kind of you know loser mm-hmm. would go to that concert, but yeah, <laughs> you know, you can you can you can you can listen to Megadeth, Metallica, and then that's on the same way you can have fun on there, or you can have Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears. Like, fuck, just listen to what you like. Yeah, you don't need to be okay. A, you don't need to be a purist on this topic. Now, okay, I'm kind of going a slightly off topic for a second. Um, when it comes to music and stuff, I don't even know if this is easy question even to ask. But in your mind, out of the, all the music and bands you listen to, what is what you think might be the strangest? Like left, I don't know, like. Uh, strangest band or songs do you listen to? Like you just didn't think you'd ever listen to. Did Does that make sense? Did, <laughs> like, like, like what's something that I didn't expect to like that I like kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't. I'm not talking about Megadeth. I'm just talking like in general. Yeah, music in general. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that's. You know, it's kind of a hard one to answer. Um. My first answer, I'll keep thinking, but my one answer I would say is I never really cared for death metal um, yep. back in the day, but then I discovered Children of Bodom, and like mm-hmm. I fucking love them. I still don't know half of the shit he's saying, because he's just yep. screaming and shit, but I really uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoy a lot of their music. It's really good, but... I don't know. As far as like something that I never thought I'd be into, that's uh, I'll have to think on that for a little bit. But yeah. Is there anything you can think of that you? Yeah, and it's this weird. I think I get it from my dad, but like not the music he listens to. Like, so my dad, like one thing that he likes that I've noticed is, um, especially when we had a trip down in Arizona. Like the whole time, he just listened to Spanish music. He loves Spanish music. Oh, and uh, he'll buy, he'll literally buy the like. I remember he was like buying a random fucking Spanish CD, and he just didn't even know who it was, didn't know the thing. He's just like, yeah, let's pick it up and listen. To it. He was he loved it kind of stuff. Um, for me, and where I feel like I get that kind of trait from him is uh, Jamaican music. Oh yeah, yeah, like Rastafari kind of music. Yeah, I've yeah. This is the most strangest thing. Like, I'll be like that guy, yeah, listening to like rock and metal, heavy metal, and stuff like that. Um, rap here and there, but then all of a yep. sudden, you'll just like once in a while, I'll just have like Rastafa kind of Jamaican kind of <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> right. Re- Shaggy does not count as Rastafarian. No, no, not that. <laughs> no, that. Don't I you think got me in the shower, wasn't me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pooping shit on her shoulder. Wasn't me. 
I even tried my left hand. Wasn't me. And then she caught me shitting in the shower. I don't know. I, I don't know that song, but but this actually might this actually might surprise you. Anybody listening, you probably don't nobody knows my mom, but but like usually my mom's like an oldies person and country when we were growing up she really loved country, but this this might surprise you, but she loved Shaggy. She Yeah. She, yeah, she fucking loved my mom. Weird. She had like <laughs> all these like Brooks and Dunn and Alan Jackson, that kind of shit. All the CMT. That's a country music television for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, she'd have all the people. Terry Clark, Reba McIntyre, all that shit in her CD collection. And then one CD, it's an orange CD and it's Shaggy. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, I like that song. And I'm like, it wasn't me. <laughs> so that that was weird. Um, I guess if you're talking about ethnic music, it's not really something I didn't expect to like, uh, because I knew I liked it from watching anime uh, mm-hmm. as a kid and and as an adult as well. Is Japanese music? I actually really like Japanese music, and uh, uh, in particular, female singers. I I think Japanese female singers. Um, you know, again, I don't know what they're saying. I can't speak Japanese. Yeah, but it's very soothing. It's very calming music to me. Because yeah. it's, it's just they have beautiful voices, and it's uh, again not something I didn't expect because I watched a lot of anime, so I'd always hear like the intros. Mm-hmm. But I always, fa- oh sorry, I was gonna say I always found it weird that uh, a lot of Jap and a lot of pe- a lot of different languages do this, but Japanese it's really noticeable. There'll be like the odd English word word in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be like at the um... end of a song, it'll be like, right here, right now. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, dead aim, Resident Evil dead aim. Uh, literally the the song. There's a part where it's like, yeah, Japanese and stuff. Like they're yeah speaking Japanese, and then randomly they'd be like, uh, how did it go? It's like shot, like shot, shot, gun, shot, and then that uh-huh. that's like the kind of almost like the chorus almost. Yeah. Like, are you ready? Are you ready? And it'd be echoing and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. I but like the guitarine was so fucking stellar. Like that was such a jam song. But uh, I agree with you though. Like um, it, it, again, going into that Rastafari. Now, kind of that is the thing with Rastafari and Jamaican music. It's very chill music. Yeah, yeah. And that's that. That's one thing I like about it too. It's very relaxing. Just like yeah, just chill out, relax, and. Be happy. (laughs) Got some bongos going a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely a strange thing. Some of them like some of that kind of stuff. I I I don't know. I don't know if I could think of anything that I like truly didn't think of. I I guess there's one that I didn't really expect to like, but I'm actually a big fan of. And people probably wouldn't expect it from me, but I really like Ariana Grande. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I like a lot. I like a lot of her music. Uh, not not as much the new stuff anymore. Yeah, but, but like she had an album back in. Oh fuck! Let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. Where's my goggle? <laughs> I need goggle chrome. Uh, yeah, you can hear those clacking of the keyboards. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, dangerous woman. 
that album was like my everything was also a pretty good album but dangerous woman was like it's actually seriously everybody even you ryan you mm-hmm. listen to dangerous woman front to back it's actually a really good uh it's a really good album nice and there's some colla- okay. there's some collabs in there that are good too it's it's yeah it's again it's strange cuz i would never i would i would never think that I would like her music that much, but uh, but I'm like I'm like ah she, I mean she's popular for a reason it can't just be looks, I mean yeah of course she's gonna be my girlfriend one day but you know <laughs> besides that yeah um the you were bringing up earlier too that yeah you never really thought you'd get it. death metal right you were saying yes yeah yeah um that was kind of the thing the thing that got me into more heavy metal um was austrian death machine when you introduced me to that yeah that's a that's a good fucking i i don't typically listen to music like really deep i don't know like kind of deep kind of music deep vocal kind of thing like that but like i guess there's something different with that he's almost to a point where he's still uh you can still kind of understand what he's saying yeah yeah for sure you can and there's something kind of tone that works again, like the whole, um, there's certain songs I'm still not big fan of. Like there's like, uh, what's, uh, to give you an idea that I'm not a fan of in say, I think the first album of Austrian death machine, uh, total brutal. Um, I think it's, um, the, it's the one where they talk about the predator. Like, um, if it bleeds, you can kill it. Yeah, yeah, that one. The part where like the guy's screaming, like he's like talking, like he's the predator or something like that. He's doing that high pitch kind of similar to like almost yeah. like in my mind, if I'm correct, kind of like Children of Bodom. Yeah, yeah, it actually is. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm that I'm not a fan of. I I'm not really a fan of that. Yeah, <laughs> and like I, I kind of tolerate it with Austrian deaths, but I, that was the one thing. Unfortunately, I was just never into when it came to children. Children of Bodom, I just, I couldn't get into that. But, like, uh, but based with listening to Austrian Death Machine a lot, um, I got more into, um, oh, why am I going blank? I was just going to say the name, and then it just fucking dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, take a second here. From Austrian oh, Death no. Machine? Yeah, uh, Blam of God. I wasn't a fan of Lamb of God for the longest time, yeah. um, but I got more into them <laughs> through Austrian Death Machine. Oh, yeah. But, and then also I started listening to, <laughs> I just about said, as I lay crying, because that's a joke that they have in Austrian yeah. Death Machine, but uh, as I lay dying, because that's the main singer's <laughs> main band. Timmy Boy! Um, yeah, he, he is, I haven't really listened to his older stuff, but some of his newer albums, just like... Uh, Lamb of God, I've been listening to more of their newer stuff, like fucking uh, Lamb of God, Omen, the new song Omen, fuck, that's a fucking power, like I don't know that's the best way to put it, it's a very powerful song, it's awesome yeah, it'll knock your socks off yeah, fuck yeah yeah, they I my first introduction to Lamb of God was like seeing them live and before before that, it was technically I I heard I played them on Guitar Hero two, 
there was oh, yeah. they had laid to rest on there, which is like one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, that's a fucking great song. See, I again, I I need a I, I should get into their older stuff and listen to some of their older stuff. But yeah, that right now it's you could live. Yeah, single breath <laughs> you could take to take all the others away. <laughs> <laughs> the the other thing that I also do like w- with uh, heavy metal bands. Like Lamb of God, or even like uh, as I lay dying, Austrian Death Machine is when they go into more of like it. It kind of falls into uh, mainstream, yeah. Almost like when they do more of like an actual singing, when yeah. They do yeah, some yeah. chorus songs. I I really dig that because it's almost like it's a again. I think it um. I don't know the proper wording for it. I think it's the pacing that I really like out of it. And I think that's why I also kind of going back into Megadeth now with the sick, the dying and the dead, that that album or that story, that specific song. I feel like the tone of that song changes throughout the song. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, just how he kind of says the lyrics. It's like, he does like one tone on it, how he does the, the the sick the dying the dead and he does it a different way and stuff and I I actually really like that I don't know it's, there's something about it that's like very refreshing about it yeah no it's it's definitely it's definitely good and I like the breakdown at the end into the solos and that yeah whole, that whole part at the end it's yeah. it, it's a really good song that you know one thing I will say with this new album and it, like it doesn't really bother me too much because I do really enjoy the sick, the dying and the dead is I felt that the solos were smaller. Yeah. Yeah. They... I felt like the, you know, you listen to the old albums and they're out like, fuck man, you'd almost have like a one minute solo or longer, you know, where this one, it was like, I, I felt like it was like a 20 second solo and then that's it. Yeah. Like they, they didn't linger. I think, I think that's just part of, like Dave and his mentality of ultimately they have to move on like to new audiences and stuff. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of people just don't have like, there's a lot, there, there's a big audience that doesn't want to wait for a five minute guitar solo. Yeah. Like, and, oh, I, yeah. and I feel the same way about like a lot of early Metallica. I feel like their songs were too long in, in, yeah. in early Metallica. Like certain so-, so that like there's certain instrumentals that are really good, like Call of, you know, Call of Cthulhu and like, um, uh, um, that what was the one on the next album? Uh, completely gone blank. It wasn't Leopard Messiah. Fuck. Is it Orion? No. Orion is a instrumental. Is it? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that Cliff did and didn't play for the longest time until recently. Right. Um, Here. Uh, Let me see. Album. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, yeah, Orion. And, like, so, like, those are instrumentals, so there's, like, Call of Cthulhu and Orion are like instrumentals, so they're supposed to be longer. And again, that's fine, and they change it up enough, and it's not too bad. But even like, it load like, and reload. 
like yeah, those are fuck some of those have yeah. very long songs. The load has uh the outlaw torn. That's a ten minute song. Yeah, that's a great song. I love oh, that it song. Is. I, I agree. It's funny because a lot this you know, Load, Reload and Saint Anger get a lot of hate from a lot of Meta- head like hardcore Metallica fans, but I love Load and Reload. They're such a fucking great. Like they're getting into the rock kind of thing, but that did not bother me at all. They were still jams. And again, Fixer, that's an 8-minute song. Low Man's Lyrics, that's such a fucking awesome song too. Yeah, yeah, Low Man Lyric is great. <laughs> they but like look at like these like those are almost some of those are dynamic songs that change a lot. But like yeah. but like look at Master Puppets. So Master Puppets is eight and a half minutes long. That song does not change a lot. It does, no. but not a whole shitload. Disposable yeah. Heroes, eight and a half minutes almost. Like eight minutes yeah. seventeen seconds. Like Leopard Messiah is almost six minutes. Battery is five minutes. Sanitarium is six minutes. Like <laughs> They're they're just all very long songs. Now you look at this. Uh, let me look at it. Yeah, they. It looking at like especially the first album, your average song is like five minutes long. Four Horsemen is a seven minute song. Oh, I know. Where like whereas like I said in in comparison at that same time. Look at Dave Mustaine and Killing Is My Business. It's like, like from the beginning to the end of the, of the, album. It's like four minutes, three minutes, three, almost four minutes, almost mm. four minutes, almost four minutes, uh, yeah. two and a half minutes, four minutes, four minutes. Like, it's just it's more concise and it's easily digestible. I'm not saying there's a problem with long songs. I'm just saying like. I uh, I almost prefer those shorter songs, because because yeah. kind of rough, you know. If you say if you're showing a friend a song, you gotta see this song. Oh, it gets good after the six minute mark. Like it's like oh fuck. Yeah. Well, here's a great example. Okay, here's here I have a question for you. Uh, have you ever listened? Like you know that. <laughs> remember Lulu, Metallica's album. Lulu, I I, they... I never watched. I never listened to that. But the, I same. I, I do know about it. Yeah, of course. the The meme, the biggest meme, was "I am a table" or whatever the fuck. However, that went. But I'm yeah. look, literally looking at some of the songs in here, man. Last two songs, "Dragon," song number nine, "Dragon," eleven minutes long. Song yeah. number ten, "Junior Dad," nineteen minutes long. Holy fuck! Yeah, I see yeah. That. And then "Cheat on Me," eleven minutes long, eleven minutes and thirty seconds, just about. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, there's like, like, you can have a longer song, but fuck, like every, if it's a simple song with an awesome chorus and a good solo, leave it at that. You don't need to have eight minutes and you have the chorus repeat four times and maybe you throw in a couple solos. Like, you can just have a nice, concise song, and that mm-hmm. works great. Because, yeah. like, you know, like, do you know what I mean when you get those long songs and they... They almost overstay their welcome, and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Whereas Megadeth, like, Dave has always been about just producing a song. I I don't think he's ever really had a song that does more than three, like, chorus lines. Yeah. Like, three is the max for him. 
And usually the third version of the chorus line is slightly different. Or you switched it off a little bit, so. I'm just taking a... Uh, let's see here. Albums. Oh, I, I just looked at your Google search history there. It says it's 12 inches big. What's that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> that lu- that Lulu, yeah, 20% or 22% of people liked it. Ouch. Jesus. Yeah. Uh-uh. That's not good. I'm trying to... Oh, I guess you, there isn't a way. I was going to try to get it so it'd show all the songs from Mal- Megadeth. And then I was just going to see if I could get, like, the longest... The longest song by Megadeth? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I, I, like... Yeah, again, like, I think you're you're right on the ball, like, probably five minutes at most. Then maybe their live stuff will be long, but I, I wouldn't call that... Like, I, I, I'm thinking, like, album-wise. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, because it's, like, when you think of live performances, it's, like, if people are experiencing that, and they're adding to a song. It's not just, like I said, it's not just rolling over a fifth or sixth chorus line. It's actually a whole new thing. Yeah. Reddit, Megadeth. What are actually the three longest Megadeth songs? Uh, uh. Some guy put the longest song is, and then I guess something got changed and said, blah, 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 on countdown to extinction. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, yeah. When? Yeah, when? When? Is- Good morning, Black Friday, and Holy Wars. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, when is definitely a very long song, but it's more of a, it's almost more of a story, and it's a dynamic song, so it changes up. But when is also like, it's a weird one because it's, that's a song that has like, um, um, uh, it has Am I Evil? I'm pretty sure it, ha- it uses the riff from that song. Uh, no, I they use uh, Count of Ah, oh, fuck, I can't pronounce it. Count of Cthulhu or whatever the fuck it is from Yeah, yeah, Red, at the at Lightning. The, yeah, at the beginning. Yes, at the beginning, which is actually Dave's riff. But I'm pretty yeah. sure. But, but I'm pretty sure that song also does the Am I Evil, like the riff. Oh, really, the riff from it. I'm trying to think. I know there is a Megadeth song where he uses the, that riff. Mm-hmm. Fucking thank God for Google. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I would say. Yeah, yeah, it is, it, is, it is When by Megadeth. Oh, okay. Yeah, the main riff and structure of this song is very reminiscent of Am I Evil by Diamond Head. <laughs> which Dave Mustaine told Artist Direct was intentional. Of course it was. It was? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I think it was kind of a tribute to them in a way, because he was, uh, like, they were, all those thrash metal guys, they were huge fans yeah. of Diamond Head. Yeah. Bungie? B- uh, Bungie, yeah. 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 Brad Yeah. I actually like their, I like the original version over Metallica. Like, I don't mind Metallica's, it's good, but, like, there's yeah. something just raw like the guitar is very like 
it is what it is. There's no like I feel like there's no makeup. Like I don't know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. digital digitizing their their guitar, like you can hear the plucking of the guitar and stuff. Like there's something about that that yeah. Yeah, I, I I very I, addicting. I really like Budgie. I remember I had them originally on that Burt C D. Like yep. from fucking years ago that Dwayne burned me. He's like, these yep. are some classic songs that I think you guys will like. And yeah, there was like the original Bread Fan. And then there was another Budgie song on there. I can't remember which one it was. You know, the sad thing is, if I remember, I looked up Budgie not too long ago. And um, they don't have that song on Spotify. Oh, really? No. Oh. It's actually really, really. Yeah. Yeah, Crash Course and Braid Surgery. That was their other song. That was another it was another one that uh that Metallica covered that Budgie did originally. Oh yeah. Really though. Yeah. They're they're yeah. not Yeah, never turn it's... your back never turn your back on a friend was I think their original album. That's funny because that's a that's a Megadeth song, eh? Yeah. That was uh, uh euthanasia, euthanasia, right? Euthanasia. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Youth. Or is that Super Collider? I think it's Super Collider. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of coming back to me now. I'm pretty sure it's Super Collider. Uh. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Not showing up on it, but I know what you're talking about. You know what? It might have been. It it might have been. Uh, yeah, don't turn your yeah number the second last song. Don't turn your back on a friend. On uh, Super Collider. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, the bottom line about that is that you guys need to go out and get that shit. Yeah. <laughs> on Spotify, check it out and. Let us know what you think. I think it's a great album. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move on. I got 30, <laughs> 38 minutes on these piece of shit. <laughs> Just kidding. No, they, no, they're 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 worthy of your attention. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I like them all. I just wish Metallica made shorter songs. That's all. Yep. You want to see long songs though? Real quick, just look up Death Magnetic. Look up Death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just just look it up. Fucking, there you go. Right there. Fucking seven minutes, seven minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, seven minutes, seven, minutes, six minutes, seven, eight, almost ten, for fuck's sakes. And then my, <laughs> randomly at the end, my apocalypse is only five minutes. Of course. Do, do you remember that song, My Apocalypse, was a fucking, oh. it was this theme song for Jesse James the Dead Man? <laughs> yeah. Cross <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Closing in a road. <laughs> Classic. But I remember when people were talking about how like that album was so loud, like how they recorded it. Yeah. That people were complaining that their speakers couldn't handle the fucking loudness of the song. Oh fuck, they just needed a grease caprice to generate. <laughs> <Yeah. out>. <laughs> <laughs> Need some eight and a half by love and tweeters and shit. <laughs> Yeah. Big old speaker boxes, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. But yeah. 
Um, so the, yeah, one of the other things I want to, I'm just going to touch on this quick because I don't know a whole bunch about it, but I just think it's fucking stupid. Is the, that whole fucking Olivia Wilde movie. She, she made this movie called, uh, Don't Worry Darling. And I'm going to bring it up here. Don't worry, darling. And holy fuck. Okay, so don't worry, darling. On IMDb has 1 out of 10. Metacritic gave it 48%. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 39 Just It just got fucked. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, Olivia Wilde is the one that... Did she... Let me just look. Did she... Yeah, she did direct it. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Because I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. Yeah, she she directed this fucking shitter. And the the bad guy who is... I believe it's Chris Pine is playing the bad guy. Uh, which, is, which is Frank. And I don't know. I don't know. Again, I didn't watch the fucking movie. But uh, I know that he's the bad guy and... The reason it's so controversial for a lot of people is because Chris Pine's character is actually based around Jordan Peterson, <laughs> which obviously everybody loves, and he's a Canadian icon. Fucking Canada, guys! Yeah. Let's carry that Canadian flag up the fucking hill. <laughs> but he's obviously a controversial, controversial figure if you're a fucking retard. Yeah, I said that. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> but... But seriously, though, like, people, the the hate for Jordan Peterson is very much undeserved, in my opinion. I don't know. Have you watched any of his stuff or much of his stuff? I see that uh, you put it on social media. Yeah, like, it's just, when, when you look at him as general, it's just like, it's hard to see him as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know him personally, obviously, but. The things he talks about is just like, it's just real shit. It's very clear that he's not a bad guy. He's not trying to start shit. So I, yeah. I, I don't understand, but but Olivia Wilde called him like a big man baby, racist, misogynist. Mm-hmm. And she based the bad guy of this fucking shitter film on him. I just think that's kind of funny. And I guess she's she's recently divorced from... Uh, what was it? Jason Sudeikis, I think, right? Oh, I I don't know. I don't you didn't really know that? Co- Jesus Christ, you didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he was, uh, yeah, she was married to Jason Sudeikis. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, see? Look at that. All about Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's two kids. Good, I can read a whole article about their kids. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, she was married to him, and he's really cool. So it makes sense if he if he got if he got away from her. Obviously, she's a piece of shit. But mm-hmm. yeah, she's all obviously crazy, and suppo- supposedly she's like banging Harry Styles, who is playing the main character in this movie. Because you know, do you know who's originally supposed to be the main character? Who's that? Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. But, oh yeah. 
But yeah, he literally he seen about Yeah, he, he literally he got fired from the movie and according to Olivia herself, it's because she has a zero asshole policy on set. <laughs> and and I guess nobody like I don't know. It, it, there's some sort of a controversy, but Shia said it's like a there's two sides to that story. So I'm I'm not really gonna you know, suck that dick. I'm not going to say anything about that because I, I, I don't I, know. You know what my my view on something like that is when someone goes, oh, there's a zero asshole policy. It's not that. It's who... It, it comes down to who I... who she likes and who she doesn't like. I think that's just a yeah. dumb way to put it. Because, like, she kind of comes off like, oh, I'm going to base my this feeling about this person. I'm going to do this. I'm going to fire this person. Because I don't like it. She kind of sounds like an asshole. So, if anything, she probably should have fired herself. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think ultimately, I think ultimately in this whole thing, she's just the, she's, and, it's, and it shows in the reviews and everything, right? And she yeah. was, she was caught, and this is the last thing I'll say about this, but she was, caught in an interview saying like um when it comes to when it comes to like these films and films in general that if it's a bad film it's ultimately the director's fault and like that's what that's what she got caught on film saying before the film came out but she was the fucking director of of this one and so she she inadvertently place the blame on herself <laughs> it's like oh that didn't age very well did it yeah but yeah so i don't know she she looks like, she looks like a fucking tartar sauce so yeah fuck olivia wild fuck her movie i'm not even gonna see it because i don't give a shit no george pearson for president <laughs> you see the funny thing is is it good to be a man it's necessary <laughs> Jesus Christ! What you didn't you, you didn't you didn't know I was gonna have him on the podcast today? Oh, I fuck! Don't you even start? Well, you know, oh. it's, it's it's really good that you guys invited me because it's so important for you know three guys to bond. You know, some might say James Bond. <laughs> You Jordan Peterson sounds like Martina. <laughs> this is my Martina. Oh, Frank Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he does he does kind of have it, it. I haven't perfected it, but he does kind of he has that kind of Kermit. It's it's like yeah, it is. When I do the impressions, it's like a half Martina. It's like, a, it's, like <laughs> just, it's almost there, but it's not quite. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are we gonna do without men? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, James. Bond James. Yeah. Um, I I was, yeah, you were talking about that a little earlier, I think, with Justin. Is, so that's just on Game Pass, eh? Uh, well, it's, it's coming out, I think, for Xbox and Switch. They're, 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 um, releasing GoldenEye. The N64. But supposedly, on... Supposedly on the Xbox version. I don't know about Switch, but supposedly they're updating the control scheme, people are saying. Mm-hmm. Which which is good. Because I told people uh I told people that I don't think I don't think Gold's a, GoldenEye is a bad game. 
I, it's a good. It's just the controls. Yeah, it's just the controls. The controls have aged so poorly. They suck ass. Mm -hmm. I, I I told guys it's no different than Perfect Dark. It's no no different than Duke Nukem sixty four. They're all fucking sick games, and like like Duke Nukem sixty four is a good port of that game, but it's just mm -hmm. playing it on an N sixty four controller is it gives me cancer. It really does. Mm -hmm. I tried to do it like a couple of years ago, and I'm like, no, I can't fucking do this. This is stupid. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then, and then Goldeneye, um, you know, Goldeneye takes it a step further because they have that reticle aiming, right? Mm -hmm. So, but it's C strafing, and then look up and down with the middle, and then you got that targeting thing with the R, and then Z is yeah. the fire. So it's like, it's just an outdated control scheme, and it sucks ass. Mm -hmm. That's why I've told people I'm like anytime people say they'd rather play Goldeneye than the newest fucking Call of Duty or you know Battlefield what have you or Fortnite or something like that like they're out of their fucking minds they clearly haven't played it since they were a kid because I mean yeah you have fond memories of these games as a kid but if you play them now like they just ever since you got dual joysticks on a controller those old controls just suck ass. <laughs> so but again they're it's a super awesome game like the the objectives and like the authenticity to the movie like the music is fucking phenomenal jesus Gold, yeah. goldeneye has probably one of the best video game soundtracks i would say ever like i oh god i love that soundtrack and yeah. every time you load up the cradle da 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 I always love the covers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People would make covers. Oh, man. So good. What are you going to go look up some Vertex guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Yeah. I remember we were obsessed with that guy when we were younger. Oh, yeah. We're like driving around in our fucking old vehicles and. You got the aux cord and the fucking YouTube, and it's like Vertex Guy, Duke Nukem cover. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. And then there's Megadeth. Come and get it, baby. Oh, yeah. That, Megadeth, like, that song I like listening to, but, like, fucking, if you have it blasted out of public, people will just look at you strange because Dave does this, like, heavy breathing through most of it. Or like, what was the other thing you you'd like grunt or something like that? And then he's like, yeah. Ooh. 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 yeah, and it's like, yeah. The few times that I was listening uh -huh. to it loud out in public, everyone's like looking at me, like, what the fuck are you listening to? Yeah, right. They're horny. They want to hear more. <laughs> Come and get it, baby. <laughs> Come get it, baby. Yeah. But yeah, no, awesome music at Goldeneye. And uh, I, uh, yeah, again, it's the mission variety, like where you have to like like plant the tracking thing on the tiger helicopter or whatever, you know, like the the missions were varied and they were really fun, but it's just mm -hmm. like for this re-release, the only way I'm gonna play it is if they have a different control scheme, which yeah, I just I don't people are saying they are, but I don't think they are. Uh, like not, the, the not, Xbox is supposed to. Yeah, that's what I heard. But like, how are they going to do it? They would have to recode the game. 
And then like, yeah. like, like for, for switch, I assume it's just going to their N64 like service. Right. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Like, like, I, I just don't know at this point. I don't are they, are they plan, no, or are they planning on releasing this not part of the N64? Because you know how they have the N64 games on there. Mm-hmm, if you play, mm-hmm. you know, if you pay like sixty bucks a fucking see, forty bucks, that's, forty bucks extra a year. Yeah, and see, uh, that's not too bad a year. I still like again. Yeah. No, but it's it's uh, forty bucks extra. Their their yearly subscription used to be twenty, but just if you want access to the N64 games, it's sixty a year. Which again, Goldeneye should be Goldeneye should be like a one-time buy of like ten bucks or something like that. Well, that, well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's gonna be on the Switch, if it's just gonna be in the N64 games, or if this is technically considered like an HD remaster that they're doing, and it's gonna be a standalone game. Like you can't go into Game Pass and buy a game, can you? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to remember, but because I just I couldn't see myself like getting Xbox Game Pass. Just to play James Bond for five bucks a month. You know what I mean? Like, that's a game that's like, again, give me, like, fucking release it for five or ten bucks and just let me have it. And just, so it's just there in the background. I, again, like, you know, it's funny because, like, you know, Justin will make fun of me for, like, not getting Xbox Game Pass. But, like, I just, there's some times where I just don't hardly fucking play a fucking video game. And I just, I don't know. I just, something about it just. Yeah. It's weird. It's so weird. I can't, I just can't get it. I'll do it for fucking shows. I'll do it for like movies, like, you know, Netflix or fucking, uh, Amazon's a little different because there's fucking, you know, you buy stuff on Amazon, right? But like, Yeah. I don't know. I have an easier time with fucking Netflix over like a gaming thing. Yeah. Well, with Xbox, it's well with like with your streaming shit, it's kind of less pressure in a way because you could. It's passive content. It's not something you have to engage in. So yeah, you, you just press play on your phone, tablet, computer, TV, and away you go. The Xbox mm-hmm. Game Pass, you have to be on your fucking Xbox, so you have to be on your PC, and you have yeah. to actually sit down and play those games. So. It's just yeah. not worth some people. Yeah. Uh, I just looked it up, by the way. That the original experience has been updated with improved control options, including dual analog stick support. There you go. That's exactly yeah. what I wanted. Native 16 by 9 resolution up to 4K Ultra HD. That's fucking sweet. Nice. Uh, and, and this is also, it's kind of a minor thing, but it's a thing that I like, too, is that they added achievements to it. Here's okay. Uh, sorry for cutting you off. Here's my question with this whole 4K shit: Is that fucking? Is that like them going back into the fucking game and retexturizing stuff, or is that just an upscale to 4K? Yeah, that's because what... upscaling 4K to retrek re um re oh, what fucking messing up my words here um. Retexturizing the game are two different yeah. things. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause they it's I think they said something about it's gonna be going at a cost at a steady frame rate. So I'm Yeah, guess, I saw I, So I'm guessing it's gonna 
I'm guessing they've remastered it so that the textures will blow up as you blow up the resolution. Okay. That's what I'm guessing because yeah. It's it well they have, they would have to. They'd have to. I, and then again, at that point I feel like that's not as hard as retexturizing thing and then I don't know. I feel like them changing up the controls and doing little like those three little things. That's not to me not hard work and then again like to me that again GoldenEye is a fucking great game. It is. It really But is. it's also an old game and like again, like I said, GoldenEye to me is like a ten dollar game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so is it only gonna be that much money? Like how is it only on Game I, Pass? From my understanding I'm only reading it's on Game Pass. And then also, I don't know if people with PCs can play it. Yeah. So it's like you're forced to either, like for right now, right now how I'm viewing it is you need a subscription base to play this game. You need to have an Xbox or a Nintendo Switch to play this game. Yeah. And it's looking, I'm looking here, and it's looking like it is going to be thrown in, I think, with the N64 games on Switch. So it's same as Game Pass. Like as long as you have the Nintendo Premium with the N sixty four games, you'll be able to mm. access this game. So that's kind of stupid. I, I I hope they do a PC port. Yeah, because that would be fucking sweet. Yeah, because it's again, it's it's a fucking sick game, but it's like ultimately these. You know they're fucking they're old games, like if you yeah. th- if you think people are gonna be paid sixty bucks for fucking this old ass game, like dream again, bitch. Because mm-hmm. it's not not fucking happening, not from me anyway. But yeah, that's, that's good. I'm glad that I'm glad that they're redoing the controls. So, oh yeah. Uh, the last thing I really had to say, and. There's not much here because it's just got revealed, but they're they're, <laughs> they're releasing a new Zelda game, the the upcoming. It's been called Breath of the Wild Two, but we finally have oh. a, we finally have a name for it now, and it's called The Legend of Zelda, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, okay, or, or Tears. It's it's spelled T E A R S, which is like. Yeah, I would say Tears of the Kingdom. That sounds better. That's that's what I think. But uh, tear. Yeah, I don't know. What's the difference? What's the difference between tears and tears? <laughs> when we cry, we have tears in our eyes, not tears. Okay, <laughs> I get it. But yeah, yeah, it's either Tears of the Kingdom or tears. But it's it's it, you know what though it might be one of those clever names because if you look at the trailer and shit it looks like the kingdom is torn apart. But also tears kind of sounds like a Zelda thing, <laughs> so you never know. But I just got loud to look sick. I I watched the trailer. I thought it looked pretty cool. I I liked uh, I liked Breath of the Wild. It was really fun. But mm-hmm. the only problem I had with it was that it didn't have any fucking dungeons. It just had those stupid things where you would 
it was I called the puzzle rooms because it's just yeah. it was just a little small dungeon you could call it, but it's again more like a fucking puzzle room. They are all the same aesthetic. They all look the same, and then it was just like usually physics based puzzles, and you, you solve this little aha, and then you're done. And that's it. <laughs> there was no like in depth like water temple or earth temple, shadow temple. So that's what I commented on Nintendo Direct on their post when they when they were when they posted the reveal. I, I was like, hey, maybe this one will have dungeons in it. <laughs> and a bunch of people were laughing about that. So, so I was like, that's I don't know, that's all I want for my I, I would like it if they'd add some fucking dungeons to that shit. Because, yeah, Breath of the Wild had such a good open world. It had such a, um, like, you could just go anywhere at any time. You kind of, like, you would find random mini-bosses in the middle of nowhere on the top of mountains. It was really cool for exploration. But mm -hmm. there was no legitimate temples. Ah. So it was a big world, but, it, I don't know, just, I don't know. It just, it fell short for me. They... They could have done a lot better. Could have had some real objectives. Yeah, but I don't. Know. I think I think they're gonna fix it in this one because obviously they would have taken into account all the shit that people got mad about. Mm -hmm. Well, at least you hope so, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the um, yeah, kind of on that. Uh, maybe not the Zelda topic, but the tomorrow there's a few things happening. There's um uh what the fuck? Call of Duty's gonna be releasing a bunch of info on their next game. And um the Tokyo game show is also happening tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Which I'm excited for that. The call I think it's tomorrow. Dude, the Call of Duty yeah. thing though, like, does anybody really give a fuck anymore? Like, uh, like are I, they I think uh, there's some hype happening for this one. Like, uh, uh, don't get me wrong. The last two, two were really shit. Yeah. They were f like, okay, this okay. Let me backtrack my statement. Um, Black no, you're not, Ops. You're not Black Ops was the last. Uh, to a degree, Black Ops uh, was one of them. I think after Modern Warfare, that actually had a good single player. I actually enjoyed the single player of that game. Um, the next game after that, like at, also at that time too, I just gave no fucks about Call of Duty. After that, the next Call of Duty, that World War Two or World War One that they did, that's just bullshit. Fuck, get that sh garbage out of here. Like, don't waste my time. Um, yeah. This one actually looks like they're really. Like, what is that? What is that thing? There's a few people that say, it, and I think you've kind of mentioned this before too, um, where they're just trying to get a product out there in and out. Yeah, like like they're just it's uh, just shovelware. Shovelware, yes. Yeah. That's what I felt like um, these last two Call of Duties were. This one, it feels like they're actually putting effort in. But what what doesn't, what's the new one called? What's it supposed to be? I think it's called Modern Warfare Two. I could be wrong though. Uh, let me double check. It's somewhere around here. Okay, yeah, it's got ghost on the cover. I see it here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. They released some stuff today talking about the weapon attachments and stuff on how like, um, they're. Uh, 
you know, typically most games nowadays, you get one gun, right? You get like an M4 and then you work on the M4 and you unlock after 10 kills, after 20 kills, after 30 kills, you get like attachment after attachment sort of thing for that specific gun. Well, they're now doing it so like when you unlock this certain attachment, you can use it on different guns. Like you're not stuck. Oh, I see. That attachment on a certain gun. It's like it once you have this attachment, you can use it with multiple guns. So it's kind of interesting because it changes up the platform, like changes up how gunsmithing can be played and stuff like that in your playstyle. Okay, it's the um, yeah. They said gunsmith two point is what they're using. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be their new system. So yeah, I don't know, it, it looks yeah. It, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty detailed. Uh, I, I I think there's like um, there's a part of me that again I haven't really fully looked into it, but there's definitely I think Escape from Tarkov is by a small group, but I feel like it's gotten the uh, attention of a lot of different players out there, and to a point where it's taken a certain kind of player base away from a lot of these triple uh, a title people or developers and yeah. so like example like battlefield they're like we're making this game game mode and it's going to be fucking like escape from tarkov and now call of duty is doing it too i forget what they call it, dvm or something like that and supposedly going to be like escape from tarkov but the reality of it is is like people are getting kind of hyped up for this but it's like you got to keep in mind, guys, these people have been working on this game maybe for two years. And I don't know how big of a team that would have worked on this Tarkov-like game mode. But you got to realize, too, that Tarkov has been in development since 2016. There's going to be no game that's truly going to be like Tarkov. Tarkov has such an attention to detail because of how they want this game to be that, like... It's, it's it's frustrating when people are like, this is going to be the next Tarkov. It's not. It's not. You can't you can't go and make a game, a, two, a two-year-old game, as good as, like... I, to the contrary, the mode. it's going to take it over. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> putting, yeah. The, putting the nail in the coffin on old Tarkov. Yeah. I, uh... Call of Duty will put out merchants and stuff. They'll be like, They'll have reputation brands and stuff. <laughs> you know, like, it's funny because I-, I love Tarkov, but I can't play Tarkov by myself. I just can't. It's just, I have such a hard time playing that. I hope, like, when Tarkov gets up, gets fully released, um, that uh, it will grasp more people. Like, I know, like, you've been hesitant on getting Tarkov, and then, like, Justin isn't too big of a fan of Tarkov. But, like, they were going to be releasing Arena soon, uh, sometime in this quarter. And then next year is supposed to be, like, I think actually Streets of Tarkov might be the end of this year. And then I think they're going to try to have it fully released by the end of next year, is the plan. That would make sense, yeah. So I'm hoping by then the other things are smoothed out that, like, more people will want to pick that up, like yourself, and maybe Justin will get back into it and stuff. Because again, that game, like when you get a good team going and going at it, like it's addictive. Yeah, and, I, like I especially like the part where I 
bleed out of my ear and I can't hear anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then like... I break my femur and I have to loop the map to find an extra femur. And then I <laughs> put it in my body and then I'm like, oh, I got a femur. I'm That's... good. It's like, um, it's, it's funny because, like, again, how I, the reason why I say it's addictive is me and Code, if, for people that are listening, we played a shit ton of Daisy. I have like 1,200 hours into Daisy. And uh, that's based. Let's see here. I can, I'll take a look right at this menu because I have it. I have 1,152 hours into DayZ, and we both bought that game um, uh, 2013. We bought that the 20- December 13th, 2013. I think we bought that game. We both did. And yeah. we put a lot of hours in. They, um, Tarkov, in six months, I had 1,000 hours how many? Six hundred? You said? No, no, a thousand. Six months. I had a thousand hours. Holy fuck! That was I, that was mostly I, playing with that one guy, hey? Yeah, yeah, Ken. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just like it was just like fucking like nonstop. Now, okay, one thing I will say is it was definitely during the when pandemic started up. Yeah. Yeah, you, but you were, yeah, you were off work at the time, I think, hey. Yeah, we like it was off work slash. Um, you were homeless. You set up your PC. At yeah, the, the local Tim Hortons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the uh, yeah. There's it was either like yeah, no work or when I worked, there was only like three days a week. You were smacking cell phones out of kids' hands, being like, "Hey, you're taking up <laughs> Tim Hortons' bandwidth, bitch!" <laughs> Trying to fucking play the- Tim the Tatman here. Yeah, it it's crazy though, like, cause like Ken, that was he hadn't been into PC gaming in a long time, and yep. then I was just hyping, like, I was like hyping him up on this whole Tarkov, right? And like Tarkov launched with him, like he fucking loves that game. Like, I bet you Ken probably has close to two thousand hours into Tarkov now. Big dick in it. Yeah, he's like he launched way longer than i have he he got good though like i just in general was not good with first person shooters i do decent with a team but my team is definitely i'm the guy that the team is really like lifting me up and dragging me along to help me achieve um where ken he's one of those guys that are really good he can play solo he can play fucking in a cooperative way and he he oops uh and yeah he can he can do great But yeah, do you know what kind of guy I am? What are you? (laughs) I'm the manager. Hand over your Land Rover too. I have fist sclerosis. (laughs) I'm most ferocious. When I spot my third eye is extremely high voltage. (laughs) I thought you. I thought you're gonna be like you. (laughs) The fuck you say it all the time. The fucking boys. The boys. The boys, yeah, you keep you've been quoting it quite a bit lately. You're just, yeah. you're just a cheap fucking knockoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> knockoff. I'm the real thing. No, no yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but oh, um, strong as me, you're wearing a cape. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just a cheap fucking knockoff. 
Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm the upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> oh, that's so good. The uh, very last thing I'd probably touch on, kind of going into the whole Tokyo Game Show, is I'm curious if Capcom's going to release any more info on Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They might. They might. I'm hoping. Because usually at this time, and they've done it before, usually at this time they'll show off another trailer. They might show off a little bit more gameplay. And then the last thing that they'll do is usually be like, hey, game comes out, say, March. We're going to release a demo for you guys in January, February. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm actually like, that's one of the remakes that I'm actually pretty excited for. Yeah, I'm excited because it again it goes into that territory of fixing things that I wasn't a fan of with four, and yeah. then also the I I've been watching it carefully, like listening to the rumors and and supposedly leaks and stuff like that, and that gets me a little hyped up from the stuff I've been hearing. So, yeah, I think it's supposed to be a little bit scarier, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be fun. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we'll see. See what see what happens there, and you'll hear it first on Not Richest Board. Hell yeah, the Energy Podcast. See now, now people people think I'm saying energy, but I say <laughs> NRJB. NRGB, <laughs> but it's just energy, energy B, energy B podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, if you don't have anything else, I'm I was pretty much just gonna wrap it up there. Yep. Yeah, that's all. Because the reality is, you should only be watching one podcast, and that's this one. <laughs> Every other podcast out there, well, it's just a cheap fucking knockoff. That's what I Joe, don't know. About that. that, that's, <laughs> that, that's that's what Joe Rogan looks at me and goes, "No, no." I'm the, I'm the upgrade, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. And remember to follow the podcast on all social media. Links are in the description below. Check out that guy on Twitch. His link's in the description below. Take out, check out me on Twitch. And uh, mm-hmm. if you want to see my cock, go to onlyfans.org <laughs> backslash Ryan's your boy um, for a small $5 donation. Um, I'll give you a halfer for a small $15 donation. I'll uh, put it anywhere you want. If you get really generous, you give me 50 bucks. I'll, uh, you know, I'll do what we talked about, which was, you know, jerking off my friend's faces when they're asleep. Jesus Christ. Don't worry, it's consensual. They already signed. They already signed consent forms with me. They said I don't know anyone who signed any form. You don't remember you were asleep, but you signed it in your sleep. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> you signed it in your sleep. You're like, you're like a pocket full of poses. I was gonna. No, I was gonna say, God help me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. All right, see you guys. Peace.